This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. What do you say, gang? Welcome back. Happy hump day. Mm-hmm. Going to be a nice one out there. Sunny skies, cooler morning in the 50s with daytime highs only in the low to mid 70s. That's not swimming weather anymore, yeah. is it? Oh. <laughs> no. Mid-70s? Darn it. I had to wear an extra layer under this. I know, right? I have a hoodie on. We all do. We all have on hooded sweatshirts and long sleeves. A little chilly heading out right now. We like it, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We like going into this time of year. Mm -hmm. All right, so a couple things. Uh, We've got E! News coming up next. This is where we get you caught up on all things pop culture. Lots going on. The MTV Video Music Awards were last night. Taylor Swift grilling in sync at the VMAs. And she may have a new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Super excited about this. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, I'm just messing with Jen here. Disney has invested in mice. They're <laughs> investing in mice. Oh, good. Good. No. Investing. No. It, the, Disney is infested with infested. mice. Infested. Yes. I put a V instead of an F, and then I put the F over the V, and it's hard to read. I like saying Disney is investing in mice. Uh, yes. How I think great that's is smart. that? What a Finally. commodity. <laughs> and Demi Lovato thinks older men are gross. So there. Well, what can I tell you? This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Let's begin this hour's E! News with the VMAs. Yes, let's do it. NSYNC, that was the big thing. That was the big talk yesterday is NSYNC reuniting and... Tearing up my heart. They did, but... They did, but they didn't, Jennifer. it wasn't what everybody wanted. It was absolutely not what we wanted. It's not what we wanted. Nope, they all showed up. They were together on stage, but they didn't perform. And they also didn't reveal whether they had any future plans or anything. They just presented the best pop award. (laughs) But... But the winner of the award was Taylor Swift. She goes up there and she accepts her award, and she will not let them off the hook. She totally fangirled, told them that she had their dolls, and she started grilling them. What? Yeah. And the VMA goes to the unstoppable Taylor Swift. I had your dolls. I like, what, like, are you doing something? What's going to happen now? What are you, there's something they're going to, they're going to do something, and I need to know what it is. 
Yeah, because I'm out touring my ass off. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's a lot of work, but I'm stepping up. Um, <laughs> you guys are, you're, you're pop personified, so to, to, to receive this um, from your golden pop hands is... It's, it's too much. Um, thank you for the friendship bracelets. Um, so that was a real... So for first things, because I watched this. First things first, she felt like all of us that saw them together for the first time. Immediately, they pan to her and she is freaking out in the stands. Uh-huh. Like, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Like touching she grew her head. She did, just sure. like just like the rest of us. And so she goes up there and they're all up there. And the sweetest little moment is Lance Bass pulls like four friendship bracelets off his arm and puts them in her hand. Aww. Like she, like he yeah. made them for her and she's just like, oh my and it was just such a neat fangirl moment yeah. that I was happy that she got to express because it really did feel like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she put them on blast was like, yes, what are you doing? Why aren't you singing something? Hmm. Ugh. But we'll see. So well, I heard from a uh, colleague of ours yesterday that the reason that they have never gotten back together is JC. Oh, it's because of him? Yeah. Why? There weren't a lot of details other than he is the one... He is not the holdout. It has to be Justin. That's not what... It's always Justin's fault. Is he a holdout or is he just well, difficult? Acor- I mean... Acor- according to our colleague... Money. ...who was hanging out with Chris Kirkpatrick, Chris <laughs> Kirkpatrick said, it's JC. Wow. Well, if you remember New Kids on the Block, it was Jonathan that was always the holdout because he has that social anxiety mm-hmm. and he doesn't... Uh, oh, know, and doesn't JC too? Really? I think he does. It, so maybe maybe it is something Aww. like that yeah. for him too. I'm so glad that Jonathan was able, able to overcome it. And now he's uh, got well, yeah, because they were yeah. like, dude, we're, we're going to kick your ass if you don't <laughs> figure it out. We will, we will right. kill you. Yeah, and but then- in the case of the new <laughs> kids. We got John- mouths to feed. Yeah. But John's part wasn't as big as JC's part is for NSYNC. Yeah. I mean, he sings half the songs. Like fully, like he's the lead vocals on a lot of the songs. JC? What songs is yeah. the lead vocal on? Uh, God must have spent a little more time on you. Oh, really? That's, that's JC. Yeah, he Good sings song. a lot of that. Justin, t- so JC usually kicked off all the songs, and then Justin would come in and, and they take were the- all the credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the they glory. Were- well, they were kind of the two headliners, like gotcha. you know Jordan and Joe. How you right. doing? I'm cute. You can call me Justin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but as far as the rest of the show went, it was just under four hours. There were tons of performances. Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, Demi Lovato, Lil Wayne, Fall Out Boy, Kelsey Ballerini, Olivia Rodrigo, LL Cool J was part of an all-star 50th anniversary hip-hop medley. And that's just the beginning. Taylor didn't perform, but she had a big night. She was named Artist of the Year. Anti-Hero won Video of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Pop and Best Direction. She got, like, all the awards she was She got them for. all. She got them all. Yeah, but um, also Shakira, they did, like, a giant Shakira tribute. The and Video she, Vanguard Award is yeah, what she got. Yeah. She was up there for, like, 11 minutes doing yeah. a medley of her hits, and it was incredible. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. All right. There's your VMAs. We can talk about Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Do you want to do that on the other side of the break? Yeah, let's take a break. Uh, And then we do have some breaking news to tell you about. The Roebling Suspension Bridge is currently closed on both sides of the bridge due to a bomb threat. So there's a heavy police presence on both sides of the bridge. And 
Uh, they've got some access roads around those areas closed as well as they investigate. But uh, if you typically take the Roebling Suspension Bridge, you will want to come up with an alternate route, as I'm sure Denise will fill in some of those blanks here in a moment. And yeah, this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102 demi lovato was being interviewed and she was talking about this phase that this dating phase that she went through where she was attracted to older guys. This is when she was young. Mm-hmm. And she blamed that on her daddy issues. She said, for me, I was a teenager. And so to me as an adult, I guess that's gross. It's just unhealthy and toxic. Now, you may recall Demi Lovato had a famous relationship with Choose the Teenagers with Wilmer Valderrama, the oh, actor yeah. Wilmer Valderrama from That 70s Show. Yep. That show comes up once again. I felt I like a What's lot of us there? thought they were going to get married. Didn't you guys? I mean, they were together off and on for a long time. At the time, she was 17 and he was 29. Oh, wow. She never mentioned Wilmer by name. But there is a song on her last album called 29, which we've talked about. That, that It has to be about him. It has to. How can it not? The lyrics include, thought it was a teenage dream, just a fantasy. But was it yours or was it mine? 1729. Yeah. So if that's not proof positive, I don't I know don't what know. it is. Yeah. <laughs> but Demi's daddy issues apparently go way back. Because her first crush was the guy who played Barney the Purple Dinosaur <laughs> when she was on that show back in the day. Not the dinosaur, the guy that wore the suit, right? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't he okay. kind of a creep, too? I think he did, did he turn out or to was be... that the Elmo guy I'm thinking of? I think that Barney the Dinosaur guy also got in trouble for some other things. She said that guy was so nice. And you know what's funny? He was really attractive. Like, I, I had a crush on him even at that young age. Uh, in part because you had to be really muscular because the suit weighs, you know, whatever it weighs, 50 to 100 pounds. So he was like ripped mm. and he happened to have a good looking face. Guy's name is Kerry Stinson. Is wow. that him? You just showed him. No, this is the is the, 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 the one after him that I think got oh, in trouble. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Demi's point is that her daddy issues are in the past and her current boyfriend is her own age. Huh. Yeah, I, I talked to, uh, I sat next to a woman on the plane yesterday in the honor flight, one of the staff members who uh, lost her husband about four years ago. But uh, they they had a great life together, great marriage. And she said, yeah, he was 
you know, I, she and he passed away, and I said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And she said, well, he was 20 years older than me. So, mm. Yeah. Mm. But I guess that works. Those age differences, I guess, work when you're not 17. Right. That's, when, that's still at the very creepy stage if she were 25 and 37. Yeah. A little different. Right. But still, I, you know, I just always wonder when I see those, especially, you know, when you're talking 17, 18 years old, what does a 29 year old man see in a 17, in a high school girl? I have no idea. Yeah. I think we I all mean, know the answer to that. Right. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's uh, <clears throat> spiritual. You don't think so? No. Mm-mm. I but, did have a friend. I had a friend. Um, I wasn't friends with her until 10 years later, but when she was like 17, she was dating a 25-year-old. And she, for her, it was completely and totally normal because she considered herself to be very intellectually and emotionally advanced. So that's eight right. years. <laughs> eight years difference. But yeah, still right? she was like 17 and he was in med school. But my parents are eight years apart and I don't feel like that was ever anything odd. But how old was, was your mom when they started dating? I think she was... Probably 18, 19, maybe. And dad was 26. Yeah, because they got married and had me at 21. Mm. So, I mean. And she already had your sister. Mm-hmm. Right. She was a young mom, yeah. Wow. But my, my youngest stepdaughter's reason for being attracted to the older guys was that they, they just weren't as stupid as the guys her age. <laughs> that's the truth. You know, those were her. The tw- yeah. You know, she's an old soul. Sure. So. How old will she go, though? Like, so say she's 22. I don't know how old she is. But if she's 22, will she go 30, 35, or above? Uh, I guess it just depends on who she intellectually connects with. But mm. she's always been attracted to older guys older ever guys? since she was younger, yeah. Mm. For, the, for that reason. But we say the same thing about Leonardo DiCaprio all the time. With his young. I mean, he mm-hmm. doesn't date. It doesn't seem like he ever dates anyone that's around Over his 30. age. Yeah, yeah, once they are old enough to drink, he dumps them. <laughs> yep, it seems that way. Yeah, this is not going to work out. Nope. nope. Well, it looks like Taylor Swift is dating somebody her own age. There are rumors about... <laughs> How do we feel about this? Travis Kelsey. It wasn't that long ago. It was what? The weekend? She played Kansas City the weekend after she was here, correct? Correct. All right. She was the, That was the next show after our show, and so, she was here June 30th. Okay. So he revealed that he was left a little bit upset at the Taylor Swift concert because he wanted to slip her his number, but she didn't see, but she didn't see people before her shows. That's when, because he was at the stadium, mm-hmm. they were playing where the Chiefs play. So yeah. it sounds like she got the message anyway, because they've reportedly been seeing each other for weeks. No way. Taylor and Travis have been quietly hanging out. She saw him when she was in New York City a few weeks ago. And then there's this. On a recent episode of his podcast, Travis's brother Jason asked him what Taylor thinks of his new mustache. Travis said, "Um, yeah, we are not going to bring up Taylor Swift in this episode, but something tells me she is going to like it. Ooh, ah. We were talking about that's this. That's a new album in the making right That's there. what I said yesterday. I was going to say, we were talking about this yesterday on the hot list, and I was like, if she is going to write some really fun music about him... I think that would be. He's a, the perfect oh, guy. For yeah, there's going to be songs like "Drop the Ball." Yeah, <laughs> you know all of these football references. Right. 
<laughs> That's funny. So just like I say about the Kardashians, they have to breed for content. She's got a date for content. She's got a date interesting st- guys. I, I, but she pulled it off. She'd been with that guy for, what, seven years, and she still was able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, and then the other rumor yesterday was that, so it was rumored that Kim Kardashian was dating Aaron Rodgers. And that Taylor Swift was dating Travis Kelsey. So there were a lot of football relationship rumors yesterday. Because Molly was saying, I guess there was a picture of Kim Kardashian in an elevator that was cropped. But when you kind of zoomed in on the reflection, you could see that it was Aaron Rodgers that she was on the elevator with. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. What do you know? Aaron. With his torn... Achilles. How long did his career with the Jets last? Four plays. Yeah. Oh. Not even. It felt. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. I do too. Yes, it's rotten. Uh, Makes Jen, me so sad. Jen was saying this morning, you, you think he was guaranteed about $75 million 75. in that contract? Yeah. See if I can find it. Yeah, Jeez. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and there's a rumor floating around, and I don't know if there's really any legs to this at all. The uh, backup quarterback, Zach Wilson, I mean, he stepped in there and he did great. I mean, the Jets won, but that doesn't mean that he's getting the starting job. It's a long shot, but Colin Kaepernick has reportedly told the Jets he's ready to go. Wow. Okay. So Aaron is getting $75 million guaranteed. The Jets reportedly have about $10 million in available salary cap space, which should be enough to sign a veteran quarterback if they want to go that route. Wow. So... I just hated seeing all those fans too, all the Jets fans, like when they carted oh, him man. off the field. There, I mean, like so we really fun. resonated with the heartbreak. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? As Bengal fans, we've seen it so much with Joe relate. and previous players. It's yeah. just like, oh, right. Yeah, it sucks when anybody gets hurt. I know you were joking with Tom Brady on Facebook, oh, yeah. but I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it was funny because. <laughs> It it's it's not it that inconceivable. Happen. Yeah. Well, I, I put this meme up on the Jeff and Jen page, and it's a picture of Tom Brady in a Jets jersey, and it says, "Tom Brady has the opportunity to be to make a really big funny thing right now, or uh-huh. something like that." That would be funny. It'd be awesome. But you know, all right. You may recall that Dolly Parton. There's a story out there you may have heard before. Dolly Parton turned down Elvis Presley's request to record a song she wrote called I Will Always Love You. She wrote it decades ago, and Elvis Presley asked if he could record it back in the 1970s. Uh, And because it was Elvis Presley, and everything that guy touched basically turned, everything that guy touched basically turned to gold, he said, but if I do this, I need 50% of the song's royalties. And Dolly said, no, thank you. And this this was huge because his estate would have ended up owning one half of the song that Whitney Houston spun into platinum some 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Well, here's another interesting twist to that story. During her recent interview with the BBC, Dolly revealed a connection between the song and Elvis's 1973 divorce from Priscilla Presley. She said that I talked to, well, here. Uh, let me see. I, I've got a quote. For, let me see if this is the quote. I, 
may be playing it out of context, but... Elvis loved the song. In fact, I talked to Priscilla not very long ago. She said, you know, Elvis sang that song to me when we were walking down the courthouse steps when we got divorced. No. He was singing to me, I will always love you. He loved the song. Oh, that's oh. why he wanted to record it. Why did they get divorced? Because he was cheating on her with everybody on the planet, okay. evidently. Because not too long after that is when he kind of... He's the one that filed, right? Yeah, I believe so. Plus, there was a big age gap between the two of them that we were just age. talking about. Yeah. Oh, she was a minor when they got married, Four, wasn't she? 14, yeah. I think. Her parents had to sign off on everything. Right. 14 when they met. I think she was a little older when they got married. Oh. <laughs> But he, it was the whole thing, like, where he went to the parents and asked for permission. Mm-hmm. And yeah, how old was he? They signed off on it. He was he in his he 20s? Was, yeah, he was 20-something because he was in the military. He was in Wilmer Valderrama's age. <laughs> Maybe not that old. Well, this is kind of ironic. An office used by Disney's advertising department in New York is allegedly, allegedly infested with mice. That's perfect. I know. <laughs> They're just looking for Mickey. They're just looking for Mickey. They felt the like party. that was a safe space. Yes. Right. They, the, they, heard, they kept hearing the hot dog song. Right. And they wanted to join in the party. Yep. Oh. Here, though, it gets worse. Got fleas, too. Oh. Yeah. So an email was sent off to staff on Monday to immediately leave the affected floor and either work from home or relocate to another part of the building until further notice. A source is saying that the current Disney ABC buildings are set to be demolished and new high-rises are going to go up, so there's no incentive for upkeep. At any given time, most of the elevators are broken, causing lots of ir- irritation. So it's a bit of a uh, mess in a multitude of ways, apparently. Those buildings are expensive to maintain. Those older buildings? Yeah. I was telling these guys that on the Facebook Live video this morning, when I worked there oh, in the... 90s. We, our studios were located in a pre-war building at 38th and Broadway. We were on the 16th floor, mm-hmm. uh, and to look at the outside, I mean, it looked like it was falling apart. You'd go inside; the lobby was swanky. It was beautiful. Yeah. It had all this fancy, shiny marble and these uh, really fancy elevators. And you'd come up to the 16th floor, and uh, there was a lot of heavy security because. Yeah. You know, for obvious reasons, but it was also very nice on the inside. We had no view. Yeah. Uh, but when you looked at the outside of the building, but but the cost to like retrofit those things and maintain them is got to be staggering. Yeah, crazy. Especially if they're not planning, if they're planning on tearing it down anyway. Yeah. And who knows when that'll happen. Remember how long, it, think of how long it took for us to get into this new building. Years. All the planning, like yep. there was the negotiating with the city and the land deal and then planning the construction, and then there was the construction, and then there was the... Uh, Moving in. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, the, right, the build-out for the studios. That It just felt like it was forever. We're just a two-little, two-story little building here in Cincinnati, not no. some giant high-rise in New York City. Somebody was asking me today, so how is it? It's, it's still a palace. Like, it's yeah. still, mm-hmm. I still come in here, and I'm like, wow. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, <laughs> totally worth the wait. I like giving people the tour because then you're because then you because you don't go to all parts of the building all the time, right? So when you take someone on the tour and you go down to the first floor, you're like, look at this amazing piece of art, or look at this blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was talking to somebody who worked for a, a TV station here in the market that uh, I won't identify the station because it's not like the greatest of 
facilities. They're not very happy in this building, I guess. And, <laughs> and uh, they said, what's that like? <laughs> I said, well, it's great. But if anything goes wrong, you can't complain because he was just so like, what? You mean they asked for input? Like they let you contribute <laughs> ideas? We were on committees. Yeah. Tim was on the building committee. I was on the studio committee. <laughs> and so the studio, all this th is basically retrofitted the way that we want it. <laughs> right. But that's, <laughs> that's a double-edged sword. For not having an electrical output or a yes. over here by me so I can't plug anything in. Nobody asked about our usage Nobody of flat irons, no. mirrors. <laughs> Jen has a very small window. Very small window. Very <laughs> tiny little works. Where am I supposed to put all my stuff? You got to see it. Now, I did have input on that because I am taking up two spaces where you and Tim have to share one. One. So I selectively came in ahead of time and and like stuck my ground and said, I'm going to yeah, sit there. This piece was an addition, though. Yeah, uh, I know. Could you imagine if we didn't have that? Yeah. No, I wouldn't like it. Yeah. Well, we can always move <laughs> next door to the Queen City Studios if you want. We can switch with the hot list. That's the hot Molly. list studio. They do. We do have great, great windows in there. Mm -hmm. I know. And we're never going to get Molly out of there because that's her favorite feature of the whole Which... Okay, there is a lot of natural light, but it's still dark to me if you don't have any lights on. It Agreed. is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tim and I go in there sometimes in the morning and just talk about what we're going to do on the show, and we crank the lights on. <laughs> and then Molly, Molly comes, comes in, in, she's like, right. back down. <laughs> True. All right, that's your latest D-News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can get the real headline, we're going to set you up. With a pair of tickets to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, the Ghosts of Christmas Eve, the best of TSO and more happening Friday, December 29th. They got two shows that day. These tickets are for the 7.30 show at the Heritage Bank Center. And tickets don't even go on sale until... Friday. This Friday, yeah. Wow. But you can win them before you can buy them. We'll tell you exactly when to call in. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Tina. Hey, how are you? Great. How about yourself? Not too bad. Good. So I got your headlines here. You picked the real one. You're going to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra Show on December 29th. It's a winner before you combine situation, so pick the right one, okay? All righty. All right, is it a man put sign in his yard that said, leave dog bleep in my yard and you'll get lead in your ass? Is it B, a woman put sign in the window of her nail salon that said, God fungus, get lost? Or C, someone changed a construction sign to read, due to weather, go F yourself. 
I'm going to go with C. It is C. Oh, wow. Nice one. <laughs> you are correct. Great. <laughs> it's been the hottest summer ever. So it's hard to mess it. It's hard to argue that this message wasn't accurate. Someone in Houston gained access to an electronic construction sign on Monday and changed the message displayed on it. Instead of instead of relaying helpful information about the road work up ahead, it said, due to weather, <laughs> go F yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Only it didn't say F, it said the word. It said the real deal. The four-letter oh, F word. Not good. Can you and imagine it, just driving down the freeway and seeing that? So great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It, it would cause... It would be a safety issue because people would be pulling over to the side of the road or stopping to take a picture of it. Sure. And the message stayed up for several hours before it finally got taken down. A city employee said the controls where you type the message in are locked inside of a box attached to the sign. So whoever did it probably had access or at the very least knew how to break in. No word yet on who was behind it or what kind of charges they could face, but... Wow. That's not good. That is damn funny. Yep. Unless you're a parent. All right. <laughs> well, it's 720. 20 minutes after 7 o'clock. Yeah. In the big queue. And it's time now for our daily Best Friends Club inductee. Oh, let's do it. Who do we got today? Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to... John Dorger. Did I pronounce your last name right? Is it Dorger, Dorger, or Dorger? It's close. Well, we pronounce it Dorger, kind of like burger, but with a D. Oh, got it. Nice. Yeah, but I've heard I've heard Dorger before. (laughs) Well, John, congratulations! You are the first male member of the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club. Hey, go me. Yeah, yeah. Good you. That's right. <laughs> I don't know if that was uh, luck of the draw or if we just had more female applicants, but you're in, buddy. Yeah, I love the show. It's so fun listening. Oh, <laughs> we appreciate that. So there's one thing on your sheet, John, that we wanted to touch base with. Oh, okay. I bet there is, Tim. I highlighted it for Jeff with a, a with our highlighter, and then I put a blue star next to it. All right. What yeah. is I'm sure say? Tim highlighted it, too. Or, sorry, Fritz did, because I think she's got a weird thing there. Yeah. But anyway. So uh, one of the questions that we ask people on our Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club application is to please share three interesting things about yourself. Maybe something unique, something that's not every day, or, or just something maybe you're kind of known for that's unique about you. And one of the things that John mentioned is that he likes pretty women's feet. Oh. <laughs> well, who doesn't like pretty women's yeah. feet? It's Why if not? they're nicely kept. And- mm-hmm. Pedicured. Yep. The reason we find this funny is because there is nothing that disgusts Fritch more than feet, no matter how pretty they are. That's yes. true. Or That's how true. well manicured or polished up they are. Just the thought of feet of any kind disgust her, I'm male not a or big female. Fan. Not at all. In fact, the <laughs> other day I actually, so we just reunited with our daughter over the weekend because we were gone and she was so excited to see us and she came and she ran in her bed and I was like, stop touching me. Your toenails need cut. Stop touching me with your feet. Oh, God. I am done Look with this that. right now. And she was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I just go put some socks on, please. 
<laughs> it's right around. You made this, her feel ugly. I did not. It's right around this age, you know, six, seven, eight. That kind of like the baby feet. I like. I can handle the juveniles, but when they get sweaty, I'm kind of like you're at that place. Ah, Mommy doesn't think you're pretty anymore. That is not true. <laughs> Mommy thinks you're the prettiest. Now Except go clip, for your feet. Now go clip your toenails. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's as common as you think, but yeah, I, that, that is kind of my thing. I wow. like it. That's yeah. fun. Well, that's cool. Uh, what do you do for a living, John? Well, I work for the post office. <gasps> and cool. Yeah, I'm a janitor. I started out as a mail handler, but I've kind of bounced around here and there doing different jobs, just using my seniority, trying to get, you know, better hours and days off and whatnot. Well, and I guess but, these days with all these um, these key robber, mailbox key robberies, you got one of the safer yeah. jobs with the post office. Yeah, heard about all that. You know, I don't have to deal with it or anything, but, yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> kind of a scary thing, you know? Yeah, no doubt. You know, no doubt. You know, having your mail stolen, thinking it's not safe. Right. Yeah, one of the but, things. Yeah, I've, I've been doing it for about 26 years, so. Yeah. Nice. They take pretty decent care of you there? Uh, yeah, they actually do. You work at the, the Dalton Street Post Office or uh, one of the smaller branches? No, I I have worked down there. I've, like I said, I've kind of been here and there and everywhere. But, um, no, I worked down there, you know, um, probably 10, well, actually, probably like more like 15 years ago. That but now cool. I'm actually at the Westwood Station. All nice. Right. Very cool. Yeah. And Shivia, yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, what is your favorite Jeff and Jen memory? I don't. I don't know if this is necessarily my favorite, but it's always fun to have uh, my messages that I send to Fritch on the app read aloud on the air. <laughs> oh, cool! I love that you contribute. <laughs> that's yeah, nice. that's great. I like that too. Yeah, we haven't talked about that in a while. That you can leave us messages on the app. Yeah, uh, you can also leave audio messages too, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you can type well, them. I don't I mean, know if I want to do that. I'll just stick with my little. <laughs> <type>. <laughs> that's true. People might identify your voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, over the years, he's listened to the show and, and just being with us through a lot of those things, hearing about Jacob's triumphs in life, uh, the birth of baby P, uh, Tim and Chris getting married, uh, me getting emotional about how much I love Kristen and then getting married. Why is that funny, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I did get emotional when I was talking about that, the moment that I knew that somehow... Long before we even started dating, this is someone who's going to be in my life forever. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that you remember that, John. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Just the, the stuff that you don't really see very often, you know, the, the true emotion come out of people. Yeah. I like that. Stuff. We're trained, like, in radio, we're often told by consultants, and I, and I think it's true. For the most part, people listen to the radio passively. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not listening all that intently they're not hanging on every word you know we're kind of like background noise part of the soundtrack of your day with everything else everything else you got going on with the kids and getting ready for work and getting out the door so usually when we get a complaint email it's from somebody who is listening passively and they hear one sentence completely out of context and right and, and react to it. yes and then we're in we're like did you hear the entire conversation right so whenever i meet someone who really pays attention to the details or remembers certain things that we did on the show that, you know, even we've since long forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's always really cool. So mm-hmm. anyway, we love that. So thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's why you're in the club, man. You're in yeah. the club. Welcome to the club. Remember the details. That's why I'm in. That's oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what yeah. we're going to set you up with. Uh, where's my liner card for the best friends club? It's at the bottom I because we've one. gone a little over the time. Okay. You're going to get a best oh, friends no. club membership, including our new limited edition Jeff and Jen jersey. Sweet. So you just got to pop by the radio station and pick that up. And if we're here, we come down and take a pick, just like we did yesterday oh, yeah. with, with Brittany. Yeah. I can't wait. I'll be down there as soon as I can. All <laughs> awesome. Right. All right, buddy. We open at 830. Yeah. Now. Great. Uh, he The song request is a great song. <laughs> I love the chain by Fleetwood Mac as much as you do, buddy. You know, we, we should probably get with the boss and see if she wants us to go there on these occasions. Yeah, yeah she might. I don't know if I can fulfill that request for you, but you did say that you enjoy stand-up comedy. And oh, yeah. Nate Bargatze's got a great stand-up comedy special on Prime called Hello World. And so I'm going to give you a little bit of Nate. Oh, good. You know. That was nice, Jeff. Just for you, man. <laughs> Welcome to the Best Friends Club. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yep. Have, a great, have a great day. Thanks, you too. Bye. Appreciate you. Bye. Bye. Take it easy. Tina. Let's see. Nate. Nate. Nate Bargatze. Then you want your spouse to come do it with you. So hold on, hold on. Let me start it from the beginning. Press the wrong buttons here. When you love something, you want your spouse to come do it with you. Yes. So we go play golf. But in golf, tee times are very specific. Our tee time is 156, and we're driving to the first tee. It's 155. She goes, I need to go to the bathroom and get something to drink. <laughs> I tell her that is too bad. <laughs> I said we tee off in 15 seconds. And she said, I thought it was two-ish. I go, well, you made that up on your own. <laughs> I'm not trying to start a fight before we get going. So I get out of the golf cart, and I grab my driver and one golf ball. And I was like, go do whatever you got to go do. But I need to tee off so we're on time. So I'm going to tee off and just meet me in the fairway for my second shot. There's these old men there. Now, they don't tee off till tomorrow, but they like to get there early. <laughs> So I got a group watching. I tee off, then play four holes alone with my driver. Do you know how big of a psycho you look like? When you go hit every single golf shot with the least versatile club in the bag. I chipped with that driver. Very luckily seven putted with that same driver. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
First honor flight yesterday. Yeah, how'd you yeah. like it? And that yeah. was incredibly powerful and moving and something that I think if you ever have the opportunity to do it, you should absolutely do it. It will be uh, one of the most profound, emotional, deeply moving experiences of your life. Yeah. I totally I've agree. heard that from everyone that's done it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really was amazing. And I think a lot of people... So the, the honor flight, if you're not aware, this is... Uh, this is an opportunity for veterans, whether they were drafted or volunteered, to take a trip to Washington, D.C. that is fully paid for. And they visit all of the different war memorials throughout D.C. and uh, basically are given the opportunity to not just see the memorials, but pay their respects to those who did not come home. Mm-hmm. And, boy, it, it's just for some, it's really transformative in the sense that they carried all this pain for so many years. And then to be able to go there and see their buddy's name or a loved one's name Mm -hmm. or uh, to be recognized and acknowledged when they come home sometimes uh, lifts that, that weight of sadness. Mm -hmm. Um, It really was amazing just seeing how they all bonded and you know, guys, whether they served together or not in the same branches of military, how they had so many shared experiences. I'm looking at footage on the Fox 19 morning news of the Hamilton County uh, Sheriff's pipe. Office uh, bagpipe and uh, drum corps that uh, performed at the send-off ceremony yesterday. I mean, how you hear that and not get a lump in your throat is beyond me. The pomp and the circumstance and the ceremony of it. And I think a lot of veterans who have not, who have never done an honor flight, don't realize that whether they saw combat or not, are encouraged to go yeah. on these trips, even mm-hmm. if they've seen the monuments, because it's sort of a brother slash sisterhood shared experience. There's a connection there. Well, and I enjoyed when I did mine a couple of years ago. The thing that I enjoyed just observing was. When they would be like, well, what year were you in and where were you stationed? And I was there this year. And that like kind of brought them all together when it came to like a shared experience of time. Yeah. And the cost, again, is free. It costs about 700 bucks to to fly these men and women to and from Washington, D.C. And that's all raised through private donations. So they really rely on public support to to, to get them there. Hmm. Um, and then if you want to be a guardian... You, you have to fill out a pretty extensive application and, and it costs like $600 to go. But, you know, the service you're providing for some of these guys. I, I did see a lot of adult children in that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which would make as sense. Guardians. Sure. Which is really cool, too. But any military veteran over the age of 65 who serve, whether they serve stateside or overseas, can apply to participate in future honor flights. They do about four of them a year. Uh, there is a waiting list that's prioritized based on how advanced their age is mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Um, but I can't tell you how many times I heard someone say to a, a veteran, you know, thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. And the veteran would say, oh, I, I didn't do much. Yeah. Or, well, I didn't see any combat. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's where some people, I think, miss the point of the honor flight is it's it's not reserved for just servicemen who saw combat because they see service as uh important all service is important everybody plays a part an important part right
But we, we hit all the memorials, man. I mean, we went to, our first stop was the Marine Memorial. Have you ever seen that in person? Because I mm-hmm. hadn't. Mm-mm. It's massive. Like, you know, that's it's the one where so they're. so much bigger in real life. That's the one where they're, like, holding up the flag and getting ready to mm-hmm. put the flag in. You see it on television Iwo all Jima. the time. But, yeah, right. it definitely is one of those ones where you're like, wow. Right. I had no idea how huge it is. Uh, went to the World War II Memorial. The Vietnam War Memorial, of course. Arlington National Cemetery, where they had, we saw the changing of the guard. And I guess this is not an easy thing to do, but four members of our honor flight were selected to participate in a laying of the wreath mm. at Arlington. And that's that's no easy thing to, to have happen. Because yeah. it really is short of an act of Congress. There's a lot of paperwork involved, and you have to get it just right. So that was a that was a huge honor for them, and to see that wreath with the Honor Flight Tri-State ribbon across it was incredibly gratifying for a lot of them. There are about roughly 80 veterans on that flight. One of them was a World War II vet. There were two that were scheduled. Uh, one was not able to make it. Uh, but Herbert, who did make it, served in World War II. He is 94 years old. Oh, my old. God. That's amazing. Uh, and he is still walking on his own, although he did take advantage of the wheelchair as we were going all over Washington. That's that's the other thing is you got to be in relatively decent shape because there's a lot of walking involved. Yeah. I mean, we have a bus that takes us from here to there. Uh, but when you get to where the Vietnam War Memorial and the Lincoln Memorial and the Korean War Memorial is a sort of one stop, and they're not exactly close to each other, which mm-hmm. is why they allow you two hours, because there is a lot of walking. But it was great meeting these guys and yeah. hearing their stories. I and- bet. I, you know, I think I would get really super emo. I don't oh, think... the whole time. I don't think I would do well, because I feel... I, I, just, I just don't think that we appreciate our military enough and understand the sacrifices that they make. And it just, I think it would just tear me up. Which is why I think we should encourage people to go on these flights. Because that's what's happening. Because that is exactly what happens. And that's what I told Jeff. It's like, now, like this, when I went on this experience, it changed my life so much that for as far as appreciation is concerned to where now when I see people wearing military things like a hat or if they have the backpack with their name on it, I make it a point to stop and say thank you for your service, period. Just just show some sort of appreciation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I talked to some of them. Some of them are willing to talk to me. It's it's incredibly... It It's funny how incredibly humble they are. You know, they... They feel a little uncomfortable talking about their time. You know? yeah. they're, just, they're just happy to be there. They want to take it all in. I think they feel a little uncomfortable with, with the attention. I mean, there were people, just random people on the street who were walking by that you know saw they had the shirts yeah. on, were thanking them and stopping them and saying hello and just asking them about themselves, taking an interest yeah. in them. And I think that they were surprised by that. What's been the most impactful thing about this now that you've been here a few hours? You've seen a lot of different memorials, Michael. What did- the memorials themselves are emotional and impactful. From the World War II memorial to the Korean War to the Vietnam Wall to here at the Lincoln Memorial. But the people that we've met, especially the veterans and the guardians, talking to them and hearing their stories as 
that that's been more emotional, I think, than anything else. And it's a shared environment and it's a shared emotion that has just been tremendous. Yeah, that was the overall theme is is the the shared experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, and a lot of guys who had never met, and in some cases there were guys who had hung out. Uh, yeah. You know, there's one guy who was talking to uh, Joseph who's in the army and. And he had some buddies there who were in the Navy, and they give each other crap about, you know, which branch of the military is better than Tussle. the other. What's been your favorite part of the trip, Joseph? Lunch. <laughs> Same. But, no, it's been real nice so far. Top rated. We're treating us like kings. Yeah, yeah, As you we are. Did, we didn't come back out of the way when we came home. Yeah, 77% of the veterans fought in the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm who got no fanfare when they came back. Oftentimes the opposite. Yeah. Scorned, Mm -hmm. spat on. Right. Mm. But I heard that from a lot of veterans. Uh, I don't know if you saw it on the news, but they they had the big welcoming, the welcome home ceremony at the end. Which is just incredible. How did you feel when you were walking back, Jeff? Because... You didn't really know what to expect either. Like you kind of knew they did a ceremony, but how did how did that like resonate with you? Uh, inc- I, it was it was it was a well of emotions. I mean, it was just it was overwhelming. Like you just have that. You know how you just inhale and you're like, whoa! Mm-hmm. Like you just weren't expecting it to be that massive. That many people showing up, and uh, you know, I got some friends who work at CBG who were working late last night and. They were saying, I mean, this is big even for our honor flights. It feels like there's more people here than usual. That's um, incredible. But, yeah, when, when these honor flights, you know, we fly back. I mean, we fly out in the morning, and then we come back that night. And by the time we land, it's 835. And now you have to deplane 80 veterans, many of whom are in wheelchairs. Right. So that it takes a minute. It's That disembarkment is takes time. and yeah. And then you make your way. To where what is now the rental car facility, just off to the right of where you check in for your flight, the check in mm-hmm. desks, mm-hmm. and it's it's massive, which we needed every inch of it last night. There were that many people, and that is in part why they moved it there. Yeah, that's great because more and more people are showing up for these things to welcome them home. Because, uh, you know, I mentioned this yesterday. The Korean and more so the the Vietnam War veterans were largely ignored when they returned, mm-hmm. um, and and we heard that from a lot of guys who were just overwhelmed. Like they knew they would have a great time in D.C., but they weren't expecting that kind of welcome because they never got one when they came back. Emotional, very well. I'm surprised to see all these people out here. And I heard that over and over again. The only people who cared that I came home were my parents. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So it was just great to see everybody come out last night because it, it, it was late. You know, it was it was almost ten o'clock by the time we It is late, but it's so worth out. it. Like just if you it's can a school be school night yeah. for a lot of people. But if you could be a part of that part of the experience just by showing up, do yeah. it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So they got a website, honorflighttristate.org, mm-hmm. where you can read, you can learn everything there is to know about either participating as a veteran 
or signing up as a guardian. Yes, and they also have a fundraiser coming up November the 4th, Bourbon and Barbecue, which they'll have more details on how you can get tickets. But that's also another way that you can support this really cool organization is by going to some of their events. Yeah, because it's not cheap. Mm-mm. I was trying to estimate, you know, between what it costs to fly the Guardians and the Vets and the cost of the plane and everything else. I mean, just for one honor flight, and they do about four of these a year, it's it's well over $100,000. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah. 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 But it was incredibly humbling for me to be able to witness this and participate in it. And it was just, it was an honor for me to be able to be there and witness that. Sure. So I want to thank Honor Flight Tri-State for Having me, and and we posted a bunch of pictures. I posted a bunch of pictures on the Jeff and Jen Facebook page last night. And I think there's some video on there from yesterday as well from Mm -hmm. the welcome home ceremony. Stupid Facebook. I was trying to get like the panoramic, (laughs) you know, the uh, Mm -hmm. the, the landscape shot. And, of course, it wasn't. didn't work. I couldn't (laughs) angle it that way. Not shocked. I know. You know, these TV stations there with their professional <laughs> cameras, and I'm standing there with my iPhone like a dork trying to <laughs> capture this moment. But, uh, yeah, it was really cool. But, again, if you ever get the opportunity to serve as a guardian, whether you don't have to have a family member even who served. Yeah. You know, you could just do it if you wanted to. I, I talked to one young woman. She said, uh, yeah, I've never met this guy before, my veteran ever. This is yeah. the first time we've ever met. Uh, the only reason I went is because my dad served. Uh, mm. My dad's been on an honor flight, so I can't accompany him, but uh, he strongly suggested that I do this, and he yeah. was absolutely right. Yeah. What it does for you. But you talk about developing an appreciation and a respect for the service and sacrifice. Yeah. Sacrifices they made. I mean, this is it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Anyway, well, I'm glad you had that opportunity. That's again. awesome. Yeah, yeah likewise. Yeah. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, last few minutes, I uh, wanted to point out a, another great way to donate to the Honor Flights is to participate in the Honor Run. Uh, that is an event that's also taking place in November. Uh, it's a great event uh, where they basically kick off this this run underneath the iconic Florence Yall Water Tower. And that's happening on Sunday, November 14th. And you can go to honorrunhalf.com to get all the details. Nice. But again, they don't get any they don't get any government money for this. Yeah. It's, it's all private donations. It is 751. Weather-wise, sunny skies today. It was hot in D.C. yesterday. Was it? Not like oppressively hot, and thank God it wasn't too humid. 
But it was warm. The good news is a lot of shade in those parks in D.C. Oh, with all the trees, yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of sunscreen. They kept us, they kept us uh, hydrated with lots of water, Gatorade. They fed us. Shout out to Arby's D.C. <laughs> for taking care taking of us. Care of yeah, with our- that, that guy has his own story. Did they tell you his story about how he was an immigrant and he came over? He's a Pakistani and- immigrant who's living the American dream. The Arby's guy? Yeah. Yes. And nice. he is providing, yeah, he he takes care of uh, the food distribution for the honor flights. Yeah. And uh, they call him Ace. He's pretty cool. He shows up and he's got like just massive amounts of food for everyone and everyone's starving, of course. Yeah, you don't go hungry on those Mm-mm. things. <laughs> That's why it was cool. so funny when Joseph was ready to eat. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man. It, I'll tell you what, all that walking around takes yeah, a lot of really out of hungry. Yeah. Get your steps in. Yeah, uh, for sure. And I'm thinking, man, I oh, mean, yeah. they, they weren't kidding. This really is a long day. And if it's if I'm thinking it's a long day, imagine what it's like for some of these veterans. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, moving on, 752. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Q! Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the second date update with Jeff and Jen on Q102. When are we going on our second date? You said you'd call me. How long should I wait? Okay, Mark is looking for a second date update with a lady named Vanessa. Hi, Mark. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Second Date Update. We're going to try to help you out, but we need you to start from the beginning and kind of tell us how it all came about. How did it start? How did you meet tell Vanessa? Us everything. <laughs> all right. So from the very beginning, um, we met on Hinge, shared a couple of messages. I thought everything was going really well. So I was like, you know, I have this little get together with a couple of friends coming up really soon. Why don't you come out? This would be a really good opportunity for us to socialize kind of get an idea of what my personality is. So it's an outdoor cookout. There's about a hundred people there. So, you know, it's a, it's a really, really big party. And I thought that that would just be a really fun environment. Okay. I, th- and I, th- all right. I mean, it, it, do you, do you know everybody there or is this just like a neighborhood party where, you know, some people and it just kind of, it kind of feels like you're hanging out at an outdoor bar. It's just in somebody's backyard. I mean, out of the hundred, I probably knew at least half of them. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like some small couples dinner thing or, or just like a couple of besties. It was, it really wasn't that intense. It was just very laid back, super easy. Cool party, cool people, hung out, ate some food, had some drinks, and she met a lot of the people that I knew, and she seemed comfortable. She was having conversations with people at a couple points. She, we held hands, you know, uh, cuddled up a little bit. Nothing, nothing too serious, nothing too extreme. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. We got along great. I thought we had a lot in common. Okay. So she's just uh, she's just ghosted in the wind. So I I'm a, I'm at a loss here. It's like, did did you not enjoy yourself? Did you not have a good time? I, I mean, thought, was she I comfortable? Was she going here? Was she talking to the people there when you introduced her to your friends? Was she you know outgoing and open, or was she kind of more laid back or reserved or shy or kind of fifty fifty? I think I think she's the kind of person that once she warms up. She's a lot more talkative. At least that's how it seemed to me. Okay. 
I'm just wondering if maybe she was hoping for one-on-one attention from you on your first date without all these other people around. Like, yeah. it's great that she got to know your friends, right. but I, I would have thought the goal on a first date was to maybe get to know you better. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. I'm not criticizing. I'm just curious. I'm, try, no, I, I'm trying I, to get I into her head. That. I did think of that. And I, I made sure to, you know, give her a little extra attention. Like, hey, if you need to pull me aside, if you need my attention, I'm literally right here. So you were communicative and supportive in You know, if you're way. feeling needy at all, just <laughs> feel free to. But sometimes I need a moment. Also, how many people did you say were here at this party? About 100. So there are 98 wow. people there that yeah. could tell her things about you. <laughs> he said he knew about half. Okay, so, so just 50. 40. Yeah. 48. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just thinking maybe, yeah, maybe you'll she. You'll never see her again. Maybe no. she got some information she didn't like. That seems to have, that does happen sometimes. That's a risk you take. That was my first thought. Yeah. Okay. How did the day end? So how was it over? Like, how did it wrap up? Y'all just kind of broke, the party broke up. Did you take her home? Did she stay over? Yeah, I, I drove her home. You know, we kissed. I told her I'd call her and I text her and that I had a great and wonderful time. She was like, yeah, okay, good night. And that was it. That was, that's it. That's the last I heard of her. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to call Vanessa and see what happened there. Or maybe didn't happen there. Mm. The goal is to try to get Mark a second date. Maybe one-on-one this time. Because we're only paying for two. That's right. (laughs) This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the second date update with Jeff and Jen on Q102. When are we going on our second date? Gotta say, I think it was kind of a risky maneuver for Mark to invite Vanessa to this big group backyard party. Was it at your house? At my house? No, it was a friend's house. That's right. That's right, because you only knew half of the people. It was like 100 people there. You knew about half of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he took her to that. That was their first date. And she seemed to mix well with his friends. She's good at socializing in situations where she's... Because she didn't know anybody, right? Mm -hmm. She was going in blind, but the way that I think about it is if you're going to hang out with me and my friends, it's kind of a sink or swim situation. And are these your closest of friends or are these like work acquaintances? No, these are pretty good friends. Okay. Yeah. But Mark seemed to think that it went very well. And was hoping to see her again, maybe one-on-one this time, but there's been no response at all from her. He didn't get any, you didn't get any kind of negative vibe. She didn't seem standoffish or pissed when you said goodbye. Not that I can think of, but I have been known from time to time to be a little oblivious. Oh, I can relate to that. (laughs) Yeah. We all have those moments. And all it takes is five seconds. I mean, five seconds, something can go wrong. And if you don't notice it, you know. Yep. All right. Let's call her up. Let's see what's going on with Vanessa and try to get Mark's second date. Hi, is this Vanessa? It is, yes. 
Vanessa, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Oh, my God. Is this like is this like a second date update? Everybody asks that. Everybody asks that right off the bat. Yeah. Every now and then we call <laughs> just to give a shout out for listener appreciation. Or we give away prizes sometimes. Oh, okay. But that's not happening this time. <laughs> Is there okay. someone that you ghosted? that you'd like to cop to now before we get going? Well, I wouldn't say I ghosted, but I recently did have a first date with this one guy, Mark. Yeah, we talked to Mark. Is it Mark? It, it was oh Mark. God. I can't believe he seriously called you for a second date update. Can I just ask you something? Oh, no. Were you put off by the fact that you kind of had to share him with all of his friends, like he took you to this big group thing. Is that not what you were hoping for, or was that not the issue? Oh, no, no. Like, he told you that it was, like, a big party. Yes. And he said yeah, you seemed I mean, to mix well with his friends, so that's good. Did you get intel on him that yeah. was bad? No, it was just a really weird night. His friends were actually pretty cool. Everyone was, I don't mind going to a big party, like, a nice way to break the ice and kind are of you a socializer you love friends. people do you love people <laughs> i'm pretty social yeah <laughs> that was fine but he didn't mention anything about a movie about a movie no Mm-mm. okay so here's what happened his friends had like one of these big inflatable movie screens like set up yeah those are cool so, yeah hey are they gonna play music videos on this or what i thought that was cool but they were showing, like, a porno on it. What? A backyard porno yeah. party? That's a first. Oh, my God. And it was really intense, serious porno. Was the sound was on? Movie. Or was it, like, mm. no sound, like, when you go to, like, some restaurants and they have, like, an old Western on? Or, yeah, like, clubs. Yeah. There was, there was no sound, oh, thank good. God. But, listen, I don't have any issues with porn. Like, if you're going to watch it, Watch it alone, or if you watch it with your partner at home, all the power to you. But not at a party with like a hundred people in your backyard. That is just, it was messed up. Were you the only one? Did it seem like you were the only one that had any issue with this? I mean, what was ever what was everybody else's reaction? Was was oh, this maybe on the invitation, and you just didn't see it? I didn't see an invitation, but so I know some people had chairs set up, so they were, like, sitting and watching. That's really funny. <laughs> and, Mostly guys, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Some of the guys were walking up to the screen and pointing at things. That was really <laughs> so insulting. So, I, I, I have to ask, was it a specific genre? Yes, because Tim knows them all. I don't know them all, but <laughs> I've learned a lot from this segment. I did not. <laughs> I'm not well-versed in all the genres, but there were a lot of people in this porn. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, gotcha. no one seemed visibly uncomfortable to you at all? Well, some couples were sneaking off. Like, I think some stuff was going on. Like, they were sneaking off to bathrooms and stuff. So I'm kind of looking around like, no one seems that insulted. Am I at some kind of weird swingers party? Like, that's not my vibe at all. And and how did he seem? So, he did he seem like totally unfazed by this? Did he just pretend it wasn't happening or was he glued to the screen watching as well? Did he make any comments about it at all? Was there any discussion? He kind of pointed it out and laughed like, uh, yeah, these guys, you know, they're crazy. But he didn't seem insulted by it. He also wasn't 
super into it, which is fine. But I just found the whole the whole party like kind of creepy and gross. And it just made me think, what kind of guy brings a girl to a first date here? Right. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah, let's, let's ask, ask Mark. We got Mark on the line. Mark, you want to rebut? Yeah, I thought you were into it. You were holding my hand, and you, you kissed me a couple times. I mean, if it was so awful, why? What, what was that all about? Okay, well, at that time, there was, like, one really creepy guy, and he was, like, looking at me weird. So I wanted to make that clear that I was with you so he wouldn't come up to me and talk to me. I mean, you are a pretty good kisser, but I mean, everything about that party was just weird. Was did you wrong. know they were going to be showing that? I mean, did you know that that was the plan—the inflatable TV, the movie screen Mark's with the annual porno porn. picnic? Yeah, I mean, is that what was happening? Is this something your friends do all the time? Is does the the inflatable screen go from house to house, and each house hosts a different film? I'll say this: a lot of my friends are part of a part of a lifestyle. And, you know, I don't particularly engage, but they're still my friends. I still love them. They, what they've said to me in the past is you can come. Nobody's expected to do anything. You can just hang out. And if you ever feel uncomfortable, let somebody know, or you can just leave. And so that's what I thought was going to happen. If everything, if it was so terrible, like she's saying, if it was so weird or awkward, she could have told me we could have left any time. Were there special pineapple napkins or anything? (laughs) Yes. Okay, so this was so a swingers was a swinger picnic. party. All right. I think he was testing the See, waters. It, I think he took weird. her. Tell me. Now, just admit it, Mark. Did you take her to kind of, were you fishing to see if that would be a lifestyle that she would be interested in? And then when she was holding your hand and kissing you, you took that as a she was cool with everything. And yes, this might actually be you know, a good fit for me. I've never dabbled, but I've had my curiosities. That is so gross. Like, so it is a weird swingers thing. That's very strange. When you say it like that. To bring me there on a first date. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I'm not going to say I want to leave or anything because it's like I'm trying to make the best of it. I'm meeting all your friends. I was just kind of curious what was going to go down here. But, yeah, I think it's just very, I, I think that's a red flag for me. So, you know, I found myself way back in the day. In situations sometimes where I'm like, okay, this is not my thing, I don't think, you know. It's hard to say if it's your thing or not if you've never been a a part of it or around it. But I sure am curious to see where this is going to go. So you'll hang out long enough. I'll hang out. like Until you don't feel comfortable. Right. I was a presenter at the Adult Film Awards one year. And Ron Jeremy was there, and it was like all the big names of the time were in this building. And I think we left too early because I heard stories of things that happened later in the night that I would have been like, that would have been entertaining. That would have been a really great story for me to tell at a later date, and I missed it. Yeah, you missed it. <laughs> well, since Vanessa doesn't want to go back out, I'll send you the next invite. Yes, please do. Let me know. I want to check this. <laughs> and I'm bringing Tim so he can identify the genre. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So much I want to say right now, but I'm stopping myself. You win some, you lose some. You win some, you lose some. Yeah, that's right. true. Thank you for putting yourself out there. We do appreciate you coming on Second Date Update. Sorry, it didn't work out the way you were hoping. 
Vanessa, we do appreciate you taking our call, at least having the conversation with us. Now we know everybody can move on. All right. Thank you guys so much. Call yeah. me again with a Call you again with, yeah, what? With a prize. With a prize <laughs> next time. Okay. You got it. Take it easy. Bye. All right. If you need a little help with a second date update, send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hey, Amber, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, pretty hanging good. in there. You know, it's Wednesday. Yeah. Isn't it? Is it Wednesday? It's it is Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I, I actually had to get up a little earlier yesterday to go on the honor flight, as if we don't get up early enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like the one person there or, or the one staff member there that was like, hey, let's go. <laughs> they're not used to getting up at this hour. Right. Um, uh, by the end of the day, I mean, it was a long day because we came in around 10 o'clock. And by the time I got home, like it was almost midnight when I went to bed. And then that alarm went off at 4.15. So I'm just, I'm dragging oh the day gosh. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a long day. Yeah. It is. You'll recover eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you're going to be okay tomorrow? You're going to make it in tomorrow? I'm like, I'm going to make it in. I don't know how coherent I'm going to be. I know. I know. I've, got one of those, I've got one of those nights next week. I'm going to be out late on Wednesday night. So we'll see how Thursday goes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's try to win you $1,000. You feeling sharp, Amber? Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, not really. <laughs> I haven't had my coffee, and I just dropped my kid off at school and forgot it was picture day. So... Not off to a great start. Oh, but it's a good sign if it's, you made it through. It's going to get better. You yeah, forgot better. it was picture day? What are they wearing? I forgot it was picture. I mean, he's in, he's in a cute, cute outfit. Okay, but good. He Not really needed a haircut, but you know what? It's, it's fine. fine. It doesn't matter. Those are going to be the Can't best. They are the best yes. because a few years from now, yes. when you're looking at all of the school pictures from all of the years and you say, okay, which year did I forget it was picture day? <laughs> You'll know right away. But this yes. will be a true representation of what your child oh, looks like all the time. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Right. And next year when he's all dressed up perfect, he's not even going to look at the camera. He'll be looking sideways or exactly. his eyes will be yeah. crossed or something like that. Yeah. Like mine were. Fridge, yeah. tell Amber about how when you were sh- looking at your school pictures and Penelope saw them for the first time, her reaction of what you looked like. Oh, yeah. She said she did not like the way that I looked. She was like, you look funny, Mom. <laughs> and that's what I told Scott. Was that the mullet shot? Yeah, all, all the mullet shots. It was pretty much from what, like second oh, grade through seventh, I think I had a mullet. But I told Scott, we have our very own picture day coming up. And Scott was like, what am I going to do with her hair? I don't know how to fix her hair. I don't know what's going on. I was like. Just brush it and send her in. Yeah. That's 90% of people are going to look It'd like that. It'd be more fun, though, if he tried to do an updo and we oh. could just see what it would look like. It's a lot. <laughs> were you happy with all the wardrobe choices or were there days oh, where no, you or your I mom forgot it. it was picture day? No, we never forgot, but we hated our outfits because our mother always made us match. So she would do red shirt, red pants, purple shirt, purple pants, blue shirt, <laughs> blue pants. Like We were like, can we just wear jeans and a yeah. sweater? 
We always had to match. Well, now, I mean, with the digital photos, I mean, if they take a shot and the kid's eyes are closed, they'll take another one, right? I mean, with us, it was they a just one. They just it was one, one, yeah, one shot. That's yeah. it. Yeah. One shot. They just Photoshop new eyes on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be curious to see how your kid reacts to this here, because he may be like, that was the one year where I actually looked cool. Yeah, exactly. And mom yeah. hated it. All right, <laughs> let's true. try to win you $1,000 so you can buy your kid some new clothes and a haircut. All right, let's okay. do it. Open up the envelope. See what kind of letter you got here. What are the rules, Jen? You know, you can have thirty seconds to answer ten questions that begin with the letter of the day. If you do that without repeating any of your answers, you win a thousand dollars. The only rule is don't repeat your answers, and uh, the big suggestion is to pass quickly. That's it. Okay. Uh, today, Amber, you got the letter J, as in Jeff and Jen. I feel like we just had okay. J not that long ago. I have. I don't think you can have it often enough. That's true. It's yes. a good letter. Okay, here we go with the letter J. Are you ready? Yes. All right, with the letter J, name something you pack for vacation. Pass. A party theme. Pass. Something you rub. Joint. Something you bake. Jello. Something yellow. <laughs> Jaguar. A condiment. Jelly. A pizza topping. Jalapenos. A singer. J-Lo. Something you lick. Juice. A country. Oh. Once you got going, you were good. Yeah, right about number four, she started to pick it up. Well, joints. Jello joints. was funny. Jello yep. was funny. Jello was good. Uh, Jaguar was good. Jelly was good. Jalapeno was good. J-Lo was good. Yep. And then it fell apart at juice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I did better than I thought I was going to do. Well, that's good. I was really hoping Fritch could play for me today. Uh, yeah. Considering the day, you did all right. Yeah. Well, we hope it gets better. Only better from here. Yeah, thank you guys so much. That was fun. Have a great day, Amber. Have a great day. We do, we do want to see that pic when, they get them, when you get them back, yeah. right? Well, yeah. You got to send it to us. Send us a wallet. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. See you, Amber. Thanks, bye. bye. Send us a wallet. That's the other thing, though. Let me tell you what. I was signing up to, because of, of course we have our school pictures, and I'm looking at the picture packages and holy bejeezel Pete's like the, you know, the number one is like A, which is $72. And you're like, well, what do I get for 72 bucks? An eight by 10, two five by sevens, a yeah. class pick, wallets. Who Who's going to have the wallet picture anymore? Does anyone even do that? I don't my know, but I have dozens of them. We're so bad through the years that my mom <laughs> just stopped ordering. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't even get the most basic package. No. Do the kids even exchange? Like, remember, like, yes. back in the day when you, back in right. our day, when you used to get the, you needed enough wallets because you had to give them to all your besties. Yep. And then you had to collect your besties' pictures, too. And you had that whole little photo album thingy in your purse. Yep. And then you would need that. But is that even like a thing anymore? I don't know. So Jen made the point about how back in the day, you'd get one shot. They'd snap the picture. And if your eyes were closed, well, that's that's how it's going to look. Yep. Uh, Lindsay said, I'm just listening to y'all talk about picture day. She goes, my son's is today. 
And uh, she screenshotted this because she was amazed that they now offer editing. They do. And you want a little airbrushing, you know, you want to, or the eyes weren't as open as. They totally do. They, that would have saved my ass. Do you know what else? Great grades. Do you know what else you can do now, For too? For those with acne blemishes. You can yes. go. So if you order online, you can go online and pick out your own background. That's the other Ooh. thing you can do that's fancy. So, like, ours comes with, like, a standard gray background. But if you order online, you, you can the pick. the ladder or the lasers. Or the tie-dyed or whatever it is. Neat. Wagon wheel. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty cool. Mm. The wagon wheel. <laughs> huh. Yeah, and, and then you'd, like, write in the back of your picture either the year or maybe. Oh, I was going through some of my old stuff. We're trying to clean out the basement. We're going to have the floor redone and the walls painted and stuff. And we got a lot of stuff down there, which we need to purge anyway. But I was going through a box and I I found some pictures of old girlfriends. Oh, wow. Fun. And one of them wrote in the back, hey, I don't know why you wanted my picture because it's ugly as hell. But here you go. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. And then I flipped the picture over. I'm like. Oh, yeah, that was before editing. <laughs> a little breakout that, a little acne breakout. On oh, that's that. so funny. Yeah. The best one is like, I don't know you that well, but stay cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck I with just, the girls. God, I just got an email the other day because I could still go back and order some of Jacob's pictures because they keep them on file and then they contact you. Like, they, I got an email and it it was showing the last three pictures that he had taken at school. school. Yeah, I can go back and order any of them because they have them forever now. And every once in a while, uh, they'll reach out to me to see if I want to buy something. Life touch. Yeah. It's me. Yeah, Hello. exactly. Oh, Hello. Oh, yeah. And it's funny to look at them because you tell Jacob to smile and you get a face full of teeth. Oh. Because. <laughs> when, well, that's his look. That's his well, signature trademark. Well, it's very funny because when they try to teach young kids with autism about emotions, they have faces that they oh, show yeah. them, right? And so the happy face is always, you know, just a eyes and a huge mouth of just <laughs> full of teeth. So, you know, if they tell him, look happy, smile, he's that's just he doing exactly what he saw. And he just shows. I couldn't pretty possibly common. relate to what no. you're saying. No, not because, at all. Because <laughs> there is, for me, a disconnect when I'm trying to replicate someone's expression. Mm-hmm. What I think my muscles are doing and what they're actually doing are completely different. Are often two different things. Yeah, I mean, if anybody else takes a, a posed picture with him, he get you get the teeth. Yeah. But if I'm there, I know to like say something that he thinks, thinks is funny, funny. to get the natural smile. So on the other hand, Jen gets a lot of crap for having her mouth open in a I, lot of I, our I shows. always you just <laughs> smile. Ah! I immediately show you my molars. Ah! I love that. Brandy just sent me a note and said, "Hey, Fritch, they do not exchange wallets anymore. I only get those for my parents." <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I haven't seen it. Like, Do they schools. still make wallets that have like the picture flaps in no. it? No. <laughs> Who carries For a old wallet? People. Old people. Everything's in your phone these old days. Old people. My mom still has the oh. great big wallet with the checkbook in it and the oh, whole she nine. Does. She's 82. <laughs> <laughs> but they used to have the little in men's wallets too, would mm -hmm. have that little section where you. I remember my dad had pictures. me and my brothers in yeah. it. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of people are weighing in saying that when they were in school, the girls when they would exchange pictures would always write on the back L Y L A S, which stands for oh, love you like, like a sister. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Now they write I love you. What is it? I love you so much. I L Y S M or yep. whatever it is. Something. That's yeah. funny. Have a great summer. Good luck with the girls. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now you know what else, not to stay on this topic, but one other thing I have to tell you is that it's not just one time a year anymore because you have the fall pick and then you have the spring picture oh, day really? as well. They do both. Oh, yeah, girl. Yeah, Patty wow. Marshall infiltrated the school system. <laughs> We're gonna have multiple photos. Yes, we Where need to know. We need to know all guys? of your yeah. looks. It's been over He's a pretty- year. Don't worry, Tim and oh, I have yeah. been oh, fasting for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, we don't look that different, do we? Oh God, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is funny because every now and then, you know, people will say, "I love your Jeff and Jen or or your Q one hundred two staff photos." Who's your photographer? And and I tell them, you know, it's Steph Keller Trable. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's very hard to get because she. You know, she's, she's popular. She's, she's very good. popular. She's mm-hmm. very big. But they're they're shot by Steph, but they're directed by Patty Marshall. <laughs> and that's extra. That is funny. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, gotta look like we love each other. <laughs> Act like you like each other. Oh, my gosh. We had our cheer pictures last night. And you know what's so crazy to me about this experience was... We show up individually and they have the girls do or the guys, whoever's there, um, do different stances and they do not do a team shot. They just splice them all together. Really? Based on their individual pictures and stances. Yes. Oh, to make sure mm. that everybody's because it's impossible to get a group that size where everybody looks good in right. one picture. And we have like 27 cheerleaders or something oh, like God, that. Yeah. 24, 27. I can't remember the exact number, but ah. I was so shocked. All the parents that had not done this before. Uh-huh. We're like, oh my gosh, how do they get a group shot? And they're like, oh, we splice them. Oh, wow. So they just pull them all in together. <laughs> Interesting. Do you huh? remember at our last photo shoot downstairs, they had me like climbing up on a stool so it looked like we were all like piggybacking each other or something? Yeah, on each other's backs. And I thought my knees were going to shatter. It was the most yeah. uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. physical contortion. Hey, we, we got, got the, the shot. We got the shot, yeah, though. Yeah, look cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was tearing up in pain. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, the happiest state in America, ladies and gentlemen, is officially... New Hampshire. Vermont. Rhode Island. Montana. Wrong, 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 and wrong. Oregon. No. Utah. It is Utah. Is it? Really? It's all the soaking that happens there. (laughs) Oh, stop. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) That yeah. is actually not fun. <laughs> what did you learn on the Jeff and Jen show? I learned about that. Okay. Yep. Ohio, of course, in the middle once again. But uh, Hawaii was number two. And Maryland in third. Maryland. Hmm. Yeah. It's all the, the women who get to look at those beefy guys working in Annapolis, maybe. I don't is know. Is that it? Could be. I've been there twice. It's an interesting land, that Maryland. 
It's kind of like Jersey meets <laughs> South Philly meets a little bit of D.C. I had a blast. Hey. We went to the Bengals game. We went and watched the Ravens and the Bengals game, and we hung out in Baltimore, and the Baltimore Marathon was going on at the time. And we were only there for, like, I don't know, not even, I think, a full 24 hours by the time everything ended up happening, maybe a little bit longer. But it was so great. Like, the food was incredible. We got to eat all those crabs that you crack yourself, and we went to their little Italy. It was yeah. a great time. So I was talking to a guy yesterday. He's in his 70s. He was a veteran. And we we briefly left the topic of military service. And he was telling us about his beautiful wife, his lovely wife who loves him very much, still married. Forget how long he said he was married. I think he said their 40th anniversary is coming up. And I said, oh, that's really sweet. How did you meet? And he says, well, I would be in HR jail today oh. if this happened. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was he was kind of running this department for, for some company, and uh, he hired her. And they started dating shortly after that. I wonder yeah. if his attraction to her played any role. In, in the choosing to hire? That. What do you or think? Or if that came later. About that. Good question. But Hard he, to say. He said even then we kind of had to keep it on the... On the DL, but yeah, had a very happy life together, and we got so many kids, and hmm? it's all good. But yeah. you know, that kind of thing can get you fired these days. Yeah. Gotta be careful yeah. how, you, how you manage those things. Uh, Google says how to searches are more popular than ever, except for early in the pandemic when we were googling how to do everything from baking bread to finding toilet paper. They released a big report on how the the top how-to searches in the U.S. so far mm-hmm. this year. And here are the highlights. The states asking the most how-to questions are West Virginia, Utah, Kentucky, Arkansas, and Oklahoma. Do we know what specific how-tos they are? Yes. How to draw. How to pronounce things. That's one that. of mine. I do that, too. Yeah. yeah. How to tie a tie. Oh, yeah. That's something I'll always remember my grandfather for. That's how I learned. I learned by how Googling it. How to screenshot something. How to get a passport. Uh, How to help anxiety. How to help constipation. All right. (laughs) Laxatives, laxatives, laxatives. Just talked about that the other day. Fiber. I know. Water. How to be better. How to be happy. How to be yourself. How do I be myself? How do I do it? How to clean. (laughs) I know some people who need that. Yes. Don't worry. We're doing a building cleaning coming up on Thursday. I will educate all of you. Well, until then, it's going to look like this. (laughs) We might need to get you a box, Tim, to just hide hide, I'll put everything in my drawer from the last cleaning day that I haven't looked at since. Yeah. (laughs) So my immediate area is not bad, but I did notice something this morning. Yeah. We need one of the engineers to come into the studio with those, what do you call those air guns, those compressed air guns, and blast this keyboard. Uh Because I realized... It is loaded with crumbs. Oh my god! What the hell! I why why do you have to eat over the keyboards? That's exactly my question. Thank yeah, you. That's for a that. good question. Thank so, you. Oh no! I got it in my purse. Fair. Yeah. Here we go. You 
need to do it yourself. Thank you. Wow. It's Put just an aerosol can, can but it's... It's not time. But it blows all those crumbs right out of there. Yeah. We'll Is there a little pile of crumbs on the counter now? Take a picture of it. It's time for Fritz uh, to send out a sin all. Oh, yeah. How's it look? <laughs> I need Much to get better. That nozzle part of it out. I just gave you the free. It's just a little aerosol can, but that sounded like a fire extinguisher. Yep. Yeah, that takes <laughs> yeah. I also find sometimes just shaking it upside down like this, things fall out of there. Shake see, it up. See it? Do you see the stuff falling out right there? I see it. Yeah. yeah. What have you been eating over there? I don't, nothing. This is just other people's crap. Yeah. This is a shared working environment, Jeff. I know. I know. That was the one thing I couldn't get done when we were building this place, our own studio. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost. You tried. Yeah. 844, <laughs> Jeff and Jen. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.